0: Hey, everyone. Welcome once again to Podcast in Death, the weekly podcast where we discuss the in-death series of books by J.D. Robb. I am AJ. I'm Jen. I'm Tara. And this is episode number 24 of Podcast in Death. And in this episode, we're going to talk about Witness in Death. Yes. Yay. Which, uh, before you Yay. came back on, Jen, um, Tara and I were both saying how we forgot how much we loved this book. Yeah took yep. really good. I don't know really how long good. it's been since I've read it, and what I was reading. Probably was my last
1: reread was the last time I read it, and that was a while ago. I've <laughs> done a full reread. So,
0: so your your last re- reread was the last time you read it? Well, the last full reread, I mean, like of the series, not <laughs> oh, okay. just of the book. It's <laughs> like, well, of course, it's the last reread. I like, and what? I can't
1: even remember when the last time I did a full reread was. <laughs> I know
0: me either. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah been, I'm it's probably the same. Long. It has been a while. I, I don't know the last time that I read this book. It
2: was a fun reread.
0: I was pleased. It was, indeed. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Many times um, in this book, it, things happened, and I was like, oh yeah, that happened. You know? Yeah. There's a lot that happens in this book. Yeah. Yeah. There really is a lot that happens in this book.
2: I really had forgotten about it.
0: Personal stuff. A lot of yeah. personal stuff happens in this book. Yeah. There is. Yeah.
1: A yeah. lot to delve into in this one for sure.
0: This one opens with Eve and Rourke at the theater, and they're watching the opening night of a play by Agatha Christie, Witness for the Prosecution. Yes. And, uh, there's an ending scene where one of the main characters is supposed to be stabbed, but since it's a play, it's a fake stabbing. But when it happens, then Eve realizes, wait a minute, that's not fake. It's it's for real. So that's real. She witnessed a murder, literally. But this I don't think this book is really about witnessing anything. It's not really about her witnessing or anyone witnessing, even though it's called witness in death. I I think the whole this one was hard to figure out a theme for. Uh, Yeah, I had trouble with it. I think that there are definitely a few
2: uh, books that are like hands down. This is the title. It makes sense, but it is not the theme of the book. This is right. definitely one. Now, that being said, right. lots of people witnessed this. <laughs> so, on yeah. a large scale, it is still a very big part of the story. But, oh. yeah.
0: Yes. However, it, they didn't but it's really. Not the yeah, because the. The people that witnessed it, not a lot of them, it wasn't a big part of the story. I mean, it was kind of, well, we're going to give Feeney and Baxter the job of interviewing all of these witnesses. But not a whole lot of people, it didn't, that wasn't a big part of the story. No. And for me, I feel like the the, um, main theme of this is really the theatrics of the whole thing.
2: It's a very theatrical
0: (laughs) book. (laughs) It is. It is a very theatrical, and that's why I think that's the theme of it. You know, everything is is theater, and everything you know has to do with you know being on stage, not necessarily witnessing, but being in the play, being a part of the, you know, being a player. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, yeah. You could Um, I mean, I guess you could kind of bend it to being you know being witnessed versus witnessing. So witness still works. Right. You know, every person that Eve works with in this is a witness to Draco's death, you know, so, and everyone is putting up these, these performances for her benefit, for the benefit of everyone else. So I guess you could say that they are being witnessed as these and kind of where everyone else is, even like you know, what Nadine goes through and just these other little side things. There's, there's a front that's being put up. A front is not the right word, but you know what I'm saying? They're putting something on display. that's not the naked truth. Right.
0: Right. They're, they're all performing on and off the stage. Right. Yeah. And at a certain point, you know, Eve says, uh, Eve was in Whitney's office and they're talking about the case and, and he said something about her not being, not going to the theater a lot. And she says something about, you know, I, it's the, I'm a witness to the theater of life or something. I don't know. Something about yeah, she gets real, her entertainment it, on the streets. I think she gets her she entertainment said. on the streets. And then he says, all the world, all the world is a is stage. stage. Yeah. So, yeah, I, you know, um, you get the whole performance of it. And then the end of it where she sets up a performance, Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. to ultimately which is, yeah, so the whole thing is about performing, essentially. Yeah. A
1: little over dramatic, but fun. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Well yeah. we just got finished with a book where, you know, we uh save the Statue of Liberty True. from being True. blown up True, you know, good point. within five minutes or whatever. <laughs> you know. And we managed to grab the ledge when we fall out the window. Yeah.
2: So, yeah. <laughs> you
0: know, a little bit of performance you know, over over drama. Yeah, it's fine. In this book is fine. And, and, you know, especially since this is what this book is about. It's about drama. Exactly. So. You know, now those theater like people, they're all over dramatic. They,
1: yeah. they are. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also really. feel like there's, there's several. a lot ways. of feelings about this book. <laughs> <laughs> there's several times where even like the personal stuff is a little theatrical and in dramatic and like right where she sets up the dinner and right
2: I have feelings about that
1: too
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I brought my feelings so, today
1: <laughs> well good you did bring your feelings today that's a good thing
2: I, they're always here let's be honest
0: so um And as we all know, this is the first book I read, and I thought that I came away from this book thinking that Rourke was a dick. Not that it stopped me from reading the rest of the series, obviously. There was something in this book that made me want to continue reading the series. And rereading this book made me think, oh, okay, I can see why I liked it so much, wanted to reread the rest of the series, even though I might have thought Rourke was kind of a dick.
1: yeah. And I but, yeah, because I was kind of watching for that, thinking, okay, I guess if
0: she's reading it for the first time, I can see where, yeah, you would think this guy's a dick. Yeah, you have to kind of. For me, I had to kind of look at it as I don't know these characters. I'm just coming into this thing. I don't yeah. know their history. Yeah. I you know I don't know anything. I I don't know that even more sure. banter with each other in this way. Yeah, and he says stuff, and and it she just blows it off. Right. Um. So like and I was highlighting things and just putting a note saying "Dick," so <laughs> <Right>. and then <laughs> I love it with a question mark. So the first thing I highlighted was they're still. I think they're still at the theater. And um, Eve asks Rourke about who was the woman that that uh, actually put the knife into Draco. Right. And Rourke is telling her it's Serena Mansfield, brilliant actress, blah de blah, blah. And uh, he's telling her this stuff, and then he says, "And no, I've never slept with her." And she's like, "I didn't ask that." And he says, "Yes, you did." <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, I, so not knowing the history, right? Just coming out with that, "No, I've not slept with her." Like, you know, that yeah. seemed kind of a, a dicky yeah. thing to yeah, do. Yeah, I can but- see that. If that's the first impression <laughs> you're getting of Roark, it, it
1: would be like, "What is up with this dude?" Like, yeah, no. <laughs> that's not yeah. A, yeah. It's
0: assuming that he just you know yeah she thinks he sleeps with everyone or yeah i don't know yeah. right um, So yeah no i can totally see that but it, knowing their history right. from the beginning to right now, it's just funny it just yes. it's just funny yeah yeah because yeah he every book somebody comes up that
1: that doesn't happen to her too
0: that doesn't happen as
1: often no. nowadays. I've noticed no. that. I mean, it's it's been a while since one of his formers showed up.
0: So, yeah, there was another uh, mm-hmm. of my notations where I thought Rourke maybe had come off as a dick in Chapter 2. Because, you know, they uh, questioned Arena. And Rourke does his... Typical thing where he's like with her and he's comforting her and all this kind of stuff. Right. That's just how Rourke is. And Eve says to him, "She'd like to rectify the fact that you didn't sleep with her." And Rourke says, "Do you think so?" You know. <laughs> and he says, "And you just lap that up, don't you?" And he says, "Men are pigs, jealous, darling Eve." And I'm like, "Okay, oh. you know what?" Stop. Panic. <laughs> <laughs> <Goodbye>, you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> why are you married to this guy? <laughs> why are you uh, married to him?
1: <laughs> <laughs> <That's>
0: <laughs> now we just, all we know, know why. why. But, now uh, we know why, right? I mean, <laughs> in, there are just as many times where he's just, like you said, Jen, you know, he's just really sweet in this book. Yes. So many and, times.
2: Um, I think, yeah, in this book. How and remember, in that's the. There is definitely the incident that I find him to be. I'm very
0: annoyed with him over
2: Eve doing the dinner prep for him and all that. Yes, oh, yes, we'll yeah. talk
0: about that too. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll <laughs> yeah. get there. But yes. I have thought too. Yep. Yeah. So I guess when she's looking into Arena, she's Arena has got some past drug issues, and this is this is another note that I did. That's just kind of a passing note that I just she uh, had been after she plea bargained. On her drug charges, they sent her to the Keith Richard Memorial Rehabilitation Center. And that just made me laugh. <laughs> I was going to
2: bring that up. Yeah, that made me laugh, too. I, that is I, so I,
0: awesome.
2: was, like, I was like, bold of you to <laughs> to assume that they would make him a memorial
0: center. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's not necessarily a stretch. <laughs> right. But... Uh, and again, we have the Yanni of Morse instead of Morris. Yes, Morris instead of Morris. Which yes, yeah, is just irritating. Yes. Sorry, it's Nora, just, but it's
2: just
0: it's irritating. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, that's
1: publishers. It's, it's more on the editor than on Nora, honestly. Yes. I mean, yes. come on. Yeah. You got to catch that.
0: Yeah. And it's, we've said this already before, but it's kind of, it's kind of interesting that they didn't, by this time. I mean, what are we on this? What book is this? Mm, 10? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, she's still planning on doing more books. There's not a, as far as I know, there wasn't like, okay, you're going to do this many books and stop. It's just how many she wants to write. Mm -hmm. So you would think by the 10th book, they'd be like, maybe we need to get a continuity person in here. Right. Yeah. You know, to kind of like, these things and make sure everything's you know yeah. names are correct and and that kind of thing. Names are I, correct I just, and yeah you know Peabody's family history is
1: consistent
0: and yeah, yeah there's so many the things like
1: that that it's just like oh are you kidding me?
0: So during the course of, of starting her investigation at a certain point Nadine contacts Eve and wants to have a meet with her so um. They meet at the uh, Blue Squirrel, and Nadine tells her that she also slept with Richard Draco. I mean, <laughs> uh, everybody was sleeping with this dude. Yeah. I guess. Rich. <laughs> Complicates things a little bit. Yeah.
1: Just and bit. I just don't
0: get it either. I mean,
1: I guess I do, but I don't. I I don't know. He just comes off as such a terrible human being that I don't know why he got so many women to fall in love with him
2: i mean i feel like that's unfortunately quite a thing that happens
0: yeah Mm. true yeah that's a good point yeah you could probably name any number of movie stars or you know uh rock stars or whatever that have any number of women falling all all over themselves true Yeah. yeah and it's a thing you know yeah. sure a, yeah but you know good to good have thing.
2: like arena
1: and Nadine fall so deeply in love with him that I mean and they're both smart women that's it's just it's kind of mind yeah, he, well,
0: he must have been not to good, say that you
1: know don't fall in love with stupid men but still
0: but as you know um Jen this is all about the performance oh so he was a good performer
2: ridiculous so
0: uh <laughs> yeah This is what we talked about before. She wanted to go over and look at Draco's hotel room. Oh, right. Yeah. And he said, you know, um, I'll go with you. And she said, it's police business. And he's all naturally just doing my civic duty. It's my hotel after all. You know, and. um, (laughs) Right. And then um, she says, fine, but you stay out of my way. And it says he nodded agreeably not that he had any intention of doing what she asked where was the fun in that <laughs> right right and you're just like dude just do what she's right. asking you to do what the you yeah. what the definitely
2: that is such a, a dick, dick move and then you know once you know Rourke you're like oh I can get it yes
0: yeah exactly okay your first book, yeah, this is that's definitely addictive. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. First book, you don't know this guy, you're like, What the is up with you? But yeah, yeah, no, by this point, we're all like, Yeah, that's him. That is him. Mm-hmm, you know. right. Eve doesn't let him get away with it. I mean, he does, right. but you know what I mean? She doesn't let him cross the
0: line. But also she says, stay out of my way. But then she says, hey, can you help us You're right, exactly. exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. I know, yes. That is on my list of things that irritate the shit out of me about East Dallas. <laughs> like she's constantly yeah. telling him to stay out of her work, but then she's like, hey, will you do this? And I'm just like
2: listen she, lady i think that yeah. there's a not to like go too far off. i think that there's there's definitely a transition there because she's not usually like asking him for help in these earlier books when he is right. up in her business it's, it's just true. like here in here the next like dozen books is when there's like this real thin line that she's jumping over all the time
0: yeah but now right. they
2: basically work All the time. She's like, well, I know this is how this is going to go. I'm going to pull Rourke in. We're going to figure it out. It's just how it works now. Yeah. I think,
1: what is it? Betrayal is the first time that she pulls him in officially and makes him an expert consultant. I think so. So I think that's really when things start shifting as far as that dynamic goes. When she starts, because I think it kind of makes her... More comfortable with it when she can say, "Okay, he's officially a cat, yeah. so I'm not
2: expert you know, consultant. Any, I'm not breaking
1: any rules, so
2: I can expert do this
0: right." Right. Yeah. <laughs> Those days are coming. So they go over to Draco's hotel room, and uh, here's another. This is not dick. This is not. It's gross. dick. Are we going to talk it's about the that g- It's gross. Play? It's yes. fucking gross. What are you doing, Rourke? <laughs> I was
1: like, what a, come what, on, man. What? You don't steal somebody else's sex toy and yeah. like Ugh. think it's sexy. That is just you gross. You don't even know Ugh. where that's
0: been. I, I mean, I'm if pretty you sure know where that's joking, been. But, yeah. but he, took no, he took it. He took it. He took it. Yeah,
1: yeah like, come on, Rourke. What the fuck? You don't have I can, access mm. to your own damn sex toys. I'm sure you could buy a sex shop if you wanted to. <laughs> Dude, he owns a sex shop come on you don't
0: have to <laughs> steal one or a manufacturing plant that's for that fun that. yeah and yuck i mean yeah it was one it was thing done. to like make jokes about it you know yeah. i mean even then it was like kind right. of inappropriate it's one thing to make jokes about it but it, to find out that he like did it, it it had You're it like, in his pocket on, you don't need to do that no I don't care. I don't... Not even Ew. if you sanitize it. Stop it. No. Ew. Don't you know that a few years earlier, we just had a pandemic? Rourke? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> sex toys We're, it's are a a sex a toy
2: a toy the pandemic. COVID-19 is spread. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Never use sex toys in a pandemic. It's terrible. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross. I, mean, oh I, <laughs> I don't know and then you know of course Eve finds the stash of um, illegals and one that is named rabbit which apparently makes you want to fuck like a rabbit you know and that's what he's been using on people. And that's, you know, I mean, they said that's probably why all these women thought he was such a sex God because he right. slipped them this stuff. Yeah. You know, which um, see,
1: I get the, I get that part of it. I don't get the, like the falling in love with him part of it. Right. Like Nadine said she fell so hard for him and she was completely in love with him. And the same goes for arena later on. Well, I, because I I'm sorry. I, I separate sex and love. I don't, think they're the same thing and you can think somebody is excellent in bed
0: and you know and have a great time that way but not be in love with them yeah but it's the whole thing I think you being the I'm gonna mess up the name Goran Vishnish 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 Vishnish. Gordon Fish
1: (laughs) Gormandishness <laughs> is what my brother likes to call it. Yeah,
0: uh, you being a fan of his, yes, and I'm gonna also say my my love of aiden Turner. I mean, if either of us got that chance, you know, I mean, obviously, oh, I take it. Right, you take I would feel it and it's his
1: wife is a sweetheart and that's right. not cool.
0: Right. Uh, but I'm just saying if they were unattached. Right. Because there's every reason to believe that Aiden Turner is also married at this point. If they were unattached and if, you know, I mean, you yeah. might get to, you know, just because of who they are and just it's the whole thing, you know, and they're they're so sexy, they're good-looking and they're with you and they're, you know, now and you also charming. think they're sex gods, yeah. charming, whatever. <laughs> And then you find out that oh it was all an act and he's like, okay, I'm done with you and now on to the next one. Yeah. But you still would have felt pretty hard. You know, yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. I get it. So I mean, even if you're smart
2: like just an asshole from the you know, I don't feel like Draco probably just walks in a room and everyone goes, Well, that guy's an asshole. Like he no, clearly true. has the charm and yeah. the skills to yeah. win these right. women over.
0: True. Right. Good point. So Then they go to question Arena, and they go to her her uh, hotel room and sitting in the hotel room with her is, of course, Charles Monroe. Of course. So now we're going to have a Charles and Peabody
1: and McNabb. uh, And here we have another moment where Eve is a complete bonehead about Charles.
2: No, it's a problem. I think that this whole book has a huge issue with communication and people yeah. assuming um, things. Yeah, like Like even Charles, even assuming that they know what Peabody wants and that they know what's best mm-hmm. for her without literally having a conversation. I understand right, Eve's right. apprehension to discussing Charles with Peabody, given their most recent, you know, discussion about that, but also, force the bitch to have a conversation with you because this is the shit that comes out of it because you're not comfortable having this conversation. And all of that, you know, leading up to even the moments, especially the moments with Charles and Peabody, it is embarrassing. It is frustrating. And it really does boil down to people making decisions about what they think is best for this person. That's not even part of the conversation. My first, my biggest frustration with Eve, as far as this goes, is that
1: she, she doesn't want to know anything about Peabody's, you know, personal life, her sex life, but then she just right. keeps getting involved yeah. and you yeah. know, bitching at Charles and bitching at McNabb. And it's like, <laughs> you can't have it both ways. I just want to knock her upside the
2: head.
1: <laughs> you You're not wrong. You can't have it both ways. You can't <laughs> tell Peabody to shut up about it. But then, like, spew all your bullshit all over both of the men in her life. You just can't. I mean, (laughs) it's not okay. Like, no, you're not wrong. (laughs) Like, you're pissed at Charles for dating her. You're pissed at McNabb for dating her. Like,
0: what do you want? (laughs) Knock it
1: off.
2: (laughs) Meanwhile, I love the scene between Rourke and McNabb or Rourke and Charles in the kitchen.
0: Mhm. You know? that's the beginning, great. That's
2: the beginning yeah.
0: of the Rourke McNabb romance and I love it well she's talking about Rourke and, and Charles
2: and, before oh, even came yeah, in yeah I mean this is I think the Rourke and McNabb romance started several books ago well, I, think it, I think it's there were little
1: parts and, and you know beginnings of it but I think this one actually is where they really kind of
2: Cement. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but this yeah. scene is lovely with with Charles. I think that um this is also just—it's really uncomfortable for Charles. You know, he's yeah, he knows these people, and he. I think, unlike unlike his normal way of holding and carrying himself, he does not tread carefully here. No, you know, because yeah. there it's personal for him, um, which I just I don't know I. I like that he at least gets to have this nice moment with Rourke where there's no bullshit. Right. So, yeah, you're right. I absolutely agree with that. As
0: far as Eve's concerned, I think that part of her problem is that she doesn't get somebody like Peabody who might be okay with dating somebody who is having sex with her, but then off having sex with other people because Eve would never do that. Eve would never accept that. Right. not something that she would ever accept. So she doesn't see how anybody else could accept it. No, you know? and I get that. And so, I do get that
1: because I I would be the same way. I'd be like what the f-?
0: Yeah, so like, I, I totally I always get find, where you're going. As, as much
1: as I adore Louise and I love Charles and Louise together, I have such a problem with their whole like the beginning of their <laughs> relationship. Like what yeah. what? Yeah. You're and she's like completely okay with it. She's never like it's all. Oh, it's just his job, and it's just like
0: yeah. And there are those people too. And I'm not trying to say that that's wrong. I mean, it just depends on your. I, own no, personal. it's not wrong
1: at all. It's just not something that I would be able to right tolerate. Mm-hmm. I guess
2: I think that I also kind of felt that way the first time I read the series, and the first time I went back, in, you know, obviously I knew what was going on because first book I read was Born, but. Every like every read I've done since, I actually really appreciate Nora's process of including different types of relationships because monogamous relationships are so, um you know, they're so standard in romance novels. And she's mm-hmm. not writing yeah. about him, him being, you know, Charles isn't in some any kind of different sort of romance he's not in relationships with lots of other people but she's writing in a way that makes maybe people like giving a how do i say this i'm really bad at this she's giving this licensed companion a person who has sex with other people for a living giving him a favorable story arc sure Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah and so like the process that we go through to, till we get to where Charles is no longer a licensed companion. um, It's still a huge part of who he was when he came into the story. Mm -hmm. And I think his contentment and where he and Louise are, that's not part of how he came into the story. He still came into the story as a licensed companion. He still came to the story in this like weird love triangle issue with peabody and eve being an asshole at the christmas party like how all of that came to be as far as charles is concerned it had to do with him being a licensed companion and the the problems that he faced you know with his with his profession and i appreciate that i mean again she's not you know she's not writing about him being like Polly or anything, which if she no. were to do that with with characters, that would be very fascinating, and I would totally be down for it. Right. Um, but, but the other thing is, is she, but he's not. But this no. is like this is this is just a nice way that she, I think, gives this person who's not in this standard, typical type of romantic, yeah. historically romantic type of idea, um, and I really like that. I also think that, like AJ, you know, you were talking about how you know, it doesn't bother Louise right. and it wouldn't bother. Yeah. You know, like, it wouldn't, I don't think it would bother me. I don't think, you know, and whatever. In this book, it's actually said that it does not bother Peabody. So again, it's a right. thing that Eve yeah. needs to, like, chill the fuck out over. Know, right. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I
1: completely, I 100% agree with that. I find it you know, fascinating it's, that he is so like moving beyond Peabody, but just his relationship with Louise, he's so committed to her outside of his job. Like mm-hmm. he's very much he's very much in love with Louise and it's portrayed yeah. that way. And you know, his job is his job. And that's why he gets right. out of it because he realizes that he can't yeah. continue to it's do It's about this.
2: him getting out it's not about Louise it's when he gets out of it. Right. Which I think is right. can... mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And I find that I find that beautiful, honestly. Yeah, and, and good for him for realizing that he wants to stay in the same kind of field, but a different lane. Right, which, mm-hmm. which yeah. is a good thing for him.
2: But I, I, I do like the vulnerability of him in this book. This yeah. is, you know, we don't really get to see him hit this this level of vulnerability until the proposal. Honestly, you right. know, um, You're right, and his like h- him losing his kind of losing himself when he admits all this stuff to Eve and says things that he shouldn't have you know that's just that's him coming from an emotional standpoint it's not his profession and I think right. that that just goes to show really the kind of person he is and again mm-hmm. if people would just fucking talk to each other
1: yeah, <laughs> exactly. I agree with you.
0: Half the problems we're having are people aren't talking to each other, and the other half of people are talking to each other. Because <laughs> even and that Charles is life, and that's a problem. There it, is. there it is. That is life in a nutshell. You're absolutely <laughs> right.
1: But yeah, no, I yeah, I feel like I think you really hit the nail on the head there, Tara. Because. You know, I think we all love Charles. I mean, I don't think that's yeah. a, I think that's a given, but you know, there's just Eve's reaction to Charles is what bothers me more than anything. Honestly, because yeah. I feel like Charles never did anything to her. He's out. he's yeah. never anything, no. but sweet and wonderful with her. And she
0: just, because of his profession, she's so biased against him. I, I not necessarily, just because of his profession, but because of his <laughs> profession and he's dating Peabody. Right, 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 right. That's right.
1: Like, yeah, that's what I mean. But it, I don't know. It just comes off as so kind of judgmental. and Well, yeah, it does. I mean, she calls him a whore a couple of times. And it's like, all right, that's not okay to use that word, eh? But, you know, yeah. I know
0: it's the times, but whatever. We also have to take into consideration that Eve's got her own kind of yeah, no, I agree. I completely mentality.
1: agree. Yeah. there's just certain things about her that I just want to smack her upside the head and say, knock it
0: off. Just I get stop. it. We're all like that. Yeah. The that certainly thing. Anything, like yeah. there are stop. times when we're like, Eve, come on. Just stop. stop. <laughs> right. Then Eve goes and talks to Mira about everything. And again this goes to theme of the book. Mira says, you know, yes, this crime is steeped in theatrics, mm-hmm. the method, the timing, the staging. So it's all it's all theatrical, the whole thing.
2: Is this the part of of the episode where I can talk about how incredibly off the mark Nora is on actors? Yeah.
0: Go, yeah. yeah. This is this yeah, is the perfect book that's to, to bring, bring it up.
1: Rants, it. Tara,
2: I feel like so, I no, know percent of our show is ranting. I want you yeah. to rant. Yeah. So first of all, I'm like my my assumption is that these are not just Broadway actors; that they are Hollywood actors who actually make money. Um, Broadway performers do not make the kind of money that these people make. Right. Um, yeah. They also, for the most part, I mean, I met Christian Borle. He was kind of like douchey, but I'm sure he also doesn't make this kind of money. Nor is anywhere like these people they're also incredibly kind and, you know, encouraging, and they really do behave like family. You know, they, they work on a project for how long, and they're the people that they interact with. You know, it, it, really, it really is a full-time job for them, you know? So this, like, assumption that they're all, like, super melodramatic is fun to read in the book. <laughs> it's probably pretty inaccurate. <laughs> Um, and I was like the whole time I'm just like I'm just going to in my brain so it makes sense assume that they're also Hollywood actors for whatever reason we have gathered together the most dramatic and arrogant people on the planet for this production yeah because in the real world someone like Richard Draco would not be getting jobs we just saw Johnny Depp get fired from a huge franchise and I don't want to go into that drama but like you have a person that has uh, some kind of negative connotation linked to them, and you can you can literally like say one negative thing on Twitter. Like, was it Jason? um Mom- I can't say his name. Momoa. Yeah, he said something. Yeah, Momoa. Was it him? That's no, I wasn't thinking of him. I was thinking of Terry cruz He said something that was like it was very positive. Black lives matter, but it also insinuated something that was offensive to someone else. People were like, well, Terry's not saying that he was, he was not uh, realistically representing the black community. It was something was just misread and misinterpreted. And there was this little thing where it's just like, Oh, Terry Cruz is not good. And it's really just, he missaid something. So in a world where that's all it takes for, a celebrity to just be like thrown off the rails, a talented, smart celebrity. And again, I don't want to go into any of the drama on these actors because that's outside of this, but Richard Draco would not ever get an acting job. If, you know, if we lived in that same world, that being said, Nora wrote this in what, like 1998,
0: 2000. Right. (laughs) So that's a much different world. (laughs) Yeah, kind of pre-cancel yeah. Yeah. culture, I suppose you could say. Way,
2: I mean, really pre-social media, mm-hmm. which is a huge yeah. thing. I where I think social media is a huge thing, and yeah. I can I can imagine I would love to see like Nora's thoughts on how this story would be different if it were written now.
0: Yeah, we already mentioned Linus Quim. And the next thing that happens is he apparently like an idiot sent a uh a letter to the killer because he saw he figured it out and he sent a letter to the killer asking for $500,000 and ended up uh being killed. You know? you know,
1: I she should have just I mean paid him the money, I mean, really.
0: <laughs> Doesn't well, seem I mean like at a that point yeah, I mean it d- depends, but you know, uh, I she would have been in trouble either way. Yeah. Now she's got two murders oh, yeah. instead of one, but still. Yeah, you know, it's
1: yeah.
0: a, a stupid thing for him to do.
1: Yeah. Which um, once we get to the end of the book, we'll we'll talk more about that because okay. I have some thoughts on that.
0: Oh. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, here's another place where I thought, you know, Rourke was a dick. He, Rourke gets there before Eve because he was called by a stagehand who came to work and saw this guy hanging. So, um, Eve comes in and Eve is Eve. And I, you know, the funny thing is I, I'm sitting there reading this and thinking like, why didn't I think Eve was a dick? Because there's several times in this book where she was a dick too, you know. I exactly. Mean, why did I why yeah. did I focus on Rourke as being the dick here in this relationship? But it's neither here nor there. But you know, she is who she is. She's Eve. And so she comes in and she's like, you know, I need to know this, that, you know. Yeah. And um he's telling her what happened, you know, that there's a there was a kid that found the guy And he's telling her who the kid is and everything. And, and, um, that he said, oh, he said the kid, the the stage door was unlocked. And so he called it in. And that's why Rourke got in, you know, contacted. And Eve says to him, give me times. It says, give me times. She demanded as she studied the angle of the fallen ladder. Um, and, it says after one long stare, Rourke took out his log. He contacted maintenance control at eleven thirty three. I was alerted six minutes later and arrived on scene at noon precisely. Is that exact enough to satisfy Lieutenant? So <laughs> it's like I'm just uh, yeah. there's a I get it. You know, I mean, it was a kid, and the kid was was uh, broken up about it, and and Rourke was thinking about the kid. You know, right and, and I guess, wanting Eve to be a little bit more sympathetic sympathetic with the kid. Eve just wants to know that need. Well, she not just wants to know. She needs to know the timeline. Right. Yeah. So and he knows that. But for some reason, the way she said it in this situation set him off, you know. Yeah. Is that exact enough to satisfy Lieutenant? And then I put the note, Dick. Dick. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so then she asked Peabody what she thinks. And Peabody says, says, you know, self-termination. And Eve said, cops who jump to conclusions, trip over same and fall on their asses. <laughs> so that's, that's good advice. It is
2: indeed.
1: <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I actually found that moment to be a very good, solid teaching moment for Peabody because yeah you know I think she needed to learn that and it's one of those things where you know Eve was like no you're wrong let's just let's talk about why and yeah she right. handled it in her yeah. Eve way where she's kind of a dick about mm-hmm. it but yes you know but I think it was I think
2: we've already well. established that's how she needs to handle Peabody in these oh, moments. For sure. For sure. Absolutely so, I agree. But right. I I feel like the first time I read that I was like that was that was kind of rough okay yeah, but then it, <laughs> oh, yeah. but it's because at the end of the day when it when these type of moments happen in like the next dozen books or whatever you see Eve kind of pull back yeah and right I think that I think that Peabody probably appreciates this approach. Because she knows her sensitivity levels, you know, and Eve is still developing those. Um, Mm -hmm. But this is because there are times where Eve does go too far and you're like, that was too much. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. But that was a good one.
1: In this case, I feel like she handled it perfectly. And yeah. And I think Peabody also, you know, she took it perfectly. I mean, yeah, she was a little embarrassed. And but. Right. Gets it. She understood why she did it that way.
2: Yeah. I mean, it, you know,
1: she didn't jump into one of her sulky moods where she's like, Oh, Eve has <laughs> no feelings. You know, yeah. she, she was like, Oh, okay. I screwed up. And this is. Cause she's starting to this. understand
0: how Eve does things now. Yeah. 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 Because, and then, you know, Eve kind of stalks <laughs> off, like she's always doing. She stalks <laughs> off. Yeah. And, um, She's very Rorke good at still, it a lot. She's really good at it. She is. You know, <laughs> um, and uh, leaves Peabody standing there with Rourke. And Peabody said something about like, oh, I screwed that up. And she's pissed now. And Rourke says to her, you know, she's angry, not at you particularly, nor at me. Death offends her each time, every time she deals with it. And Peabody says, she'll tell you that you can't take it personally. And he says, Yes. She'll tell you that, but, you know, kind of implying that, but Eve still takes it personally every time. Yeah. Which she does. Which is is kind of true. And later on, she says, you know what that was down there? It was a fucking insult. That's, that was a stage carefully set for my benefit. Again, everything's staged. Somebody thinks I'm stupid. And he Mm -hmm. says, no, someone thinks you're very smart. You know, you'll be working late. And she says, yeah, looks like, and he says, see you eat something other than a candy bar. Maybe this is another one where I thought he was a dick. Um, <laughs> see that you eat something other than a candy bar. Like, is she yeah. a child? Right. Is she child work that <laughs> you have to say that? But yes, she is actually. Yes, <laughs> she is. Yes. <laughs> now yeah. that I know Eve, like, yes, he has to say that because she won't eat. Yeah. Because, Which yeah, is stu- you know, I
1: like back in the forums days and even now, like in the Facebook groups, people still bring that up about how he he bullies her to eat and he bullies her this way. And I'm just like, she wouldn't eat if he didn't.
0: Yeah. Somebody on uh, I think it was Goodreads has gone on several rants about that, about yeah. how he forces food on her. Wow. Yeah.
1: And we talked about that during
0: the, the reviews episode,
1: too. Yeah. Like somebody was on about that. And it's just like. Yeah.
0: Like, no, no, he it's okay. They're and comparing wrong. him to Christian Grey, and I think the oh, review of the reviews yeah. show, I mentioned that, like, there's a difference. You know, Rourke yeah. wants her to eat for e because he knows she won't, and he knows she needs nutrition. She, yeah. And he wants her to eat things that are good for her because they're good for her, and he, he wants the best for her. Whereas Christian Gray's like, um, I he has weird... Things about food, like certain things he wants her to eat and he doesn't want her to eat too much or I don't know. I mean it's but it's him. It's like his, you know, kink or whatever him. you want to say. It. It's about the, the contract. It's right. about his you know, weird hang-ups around food. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And with regard to so nothing him. like that. It's him wanting to take care of her and make right. sure she Yeah. Make sure she, she gets a nutritious meal and yeah.
0: So um, actually, I think that scene is where I put now that I'm looking at my note. OK, so she says somebody stole my candy bars again. And he said, the bastard. And then he'll, he says, <laughs> I'll see you at home. So he's making a joke about it. And then I thought and then I put a note like, is Rourke the candy thief? See, because he's kind of making light of it like the bastard. See, I know. <laughs> I do not. No.
1: (laughs) Okay, I'm just putting it out there. We need to, um, we need to do a candy thief episode because. Oh yeah, definitely. So many thoughts on the candy thief. (laughs) The biggest one being, it is not Rourke. Stop thinking it's Rourke. (laughs) (laughs) It's just no. He's not sneaking into her office and stealing her candy. Okay. okay yeah no <laughs> i'm good with that no no yeah, there's my really no i mean he's there a lot always but has that been that it's a it's an initiation right yeah and it's the entire squad
0: yeah i think it's know. i think that's the most likely but yeah yeah,
1: yeah. That, that has been my
0: theory for years and it's been a lot of people's theory and watch like Nora will, will not write it that way just because yeah it's everybody's theory <laughs> yeah. I, I mean
2: was
1: the first, honestly I was blame so anybody else that thinks it's their idea it's not it's mine
0: so if Nora doesn't write it that way it's Jen's fault it's my fault yeah if you all yeah. wanted to see it that way and she doesn't write it that way that's, that's right a blame
1: that's right it's Jen's fault because Nora probably saw when I said when I said it and was like and went well, well do I'm do not writing that it that way want.
0: that's right.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> except for except for she has incorporated more of that in the last couple of books like you know like Santiago she like when he first comes in she's she says something to him and he's like I don't know anything about any keep taking up any candy in this division <laughs> you know, and Peabody has done the same and so you think yeah. she's hinting at it I think she might be hinting at it hmm. interesting but yeah because, yeah, it's just, it's too widespread of a conspiracy for it to be one person. And it, hap- and it happens at the most random times. And my biggest, my biggest evidence for it not being Rourke is the candy thief hits her while they're on vacation. Rourke wasn't even there. Mm. Mm-hmm. When, in what is it? Reunion. She comes back and can't find it. And her, she had hit her candy in the filing cabinet.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they cleaned her office while she was gone. He can't take it when he's not there.
0: It's true. Her. I don't know, it's roar. <laughs> you never know.
2: <laughs> if it's anyone can. Yeah, said if it anyone not.
0: can, it's roar. Like go in and steal her candy.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I think it's so a I think it's a conspiracy.
0: Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. So there's a scene um after this where she goes to Morse again. That's just gonna bother me. Um, I don't know it's annoying.
2: And uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: to see Linus Quim's uh, body and kind of get a report from him, and Morris brings a uh, intern in, or or you know somebody yeah. he's working with um,
2: to Isn't give you know her a I mean?
0: report. Yeah, yeah. and um, Eve was. I'm kind assuming of he's like, probably.
1: I would assume he's like a resident because you probably. know medical examiners are medical doctors. And they okay. have to do a residency in. Right. Okay.
0: So. In he's pathology. A resident. So, yeah. So I would okay. assume he's probably a resident. Okay. But he's new. And it's the first time he's dealt with Eve. <laughs> right. And, um, you know, Eve is <laughs> Eve. You know. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, he and sure so is. he, he comes in and Moore says to her, like, here he is. Be nice. Uh-huh. And she's like, what, (laughs) you know, she, she's like, what am I? And he said, an ass kicker. I mean, and then he, (laughs) they go on. Not wrong. Him saying that kind of bothered her. So when she and Peabody got back in the car, she says, Peabody, (laughs) am I, am I an ass kicker? And Peabody says, are you asking to see my scars or is that a trick question? So such a great line. Yes, she is. You know, (laughs) I mean, yeah, absolutely.
2: <laughs> also, the fact that Eve was like bothered by that is yeah, weird right? To me. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Maybe she doesn't want Morris seeing her that way because in yeah, fan fiction, I, they have, maybe. They, you know, they're lovers. Yes. But yeah. I just.
0: Yeah. yeah I would I say know. they have a bromance going on, but it's not a bromance. Sure. It's it would be. Kind of, I guess it would be a bromance. You think so? It'd be a, you have a bromance if you're not a bro. I mean, I guess it's kind mm-hmm. of a crack ship. Eve, trip. kind it's not really of, a kind crack ship either. I don't know what
1: you would describe it as. I mean, it's just yeah. a male-female friendship. It's a ship. It, I mean, a I ship. guess you could call it a bromance. That's the best
2: way really to
0: describe it, honestly. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Although Eve, I think, is a little bit kind of attracted to Morris. Yeah. Who wouldn't be? It's True. Uh, right? True. So, you know, yeah. but, um, yeah, it's, it's more of a bromance. I agree with you. Yeah, absolutely.
2: There needs um, to be a better term for that, but yeah. Yeah. It's not our job to find it. So, it's not our
0: job. <laughs> <laughs> Nope. Um, so then after that, they go to talk to this Linus Quim's bookie because he made some kind of a big bet before he, uh, supposedly self terminated but we know he was murdered so she gets so she gets in a fight with this with this woman and who uh, scratches her down her yes. neck and then after they leave there um Peabody wants to treat it right and um this is this is one of those not the first time but it's but it's one of the first times where Peabody kind of sees something that isn't quite right with it because Eve is for some reason is being triggered by this whole, um, case. Right. And, um, so Peabody goes to treat her and, uh, Eve kind of has a flashback during that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Peabody's starting to see that, like, something's kind of not right.
2: And this isn't the first time, but this is the first time
0: in this book. (laughs) This is also not the last time in this book, but... Right, right. I mean, she sees... I think this is the first time that she's witnessed any kind of like a flashback incident or something. Other times it was just just, something that Eve said. Yeah,
2: I mean, they definitely have... There's definitely that moment in Holiday um, that it's not Eve having a flashback, but it's definitely Eve maybe getting to going too far with where it takes her but right. I don't she doesn't flashback. this is I think Eve doesn't do this often on it like because she case. doesn't really have a flashback later either right I think yeah like usually it's just those it's not a flashback you know what I'm saying but it's, right. yeah. her re, it's a reaction she has reaction yeah right yeah, this is Yeah, this is pretty uncommon. I feel like that Eve has a full-on flashback.
0: Yes, yeah. definitely. On the job, especially on the job, yeah, yeah. and I and, and especially yeah. without something that directly triggers it, you know, right. I mean, she's been well, treated like before. Even,
2: yeah, she's been on edge, you know, since right. since they found the rabbit. I think is is probably the beginning of that. Edge, yeah. And then, yeah. you know, and then mm-hmm. thinking about, you know, Arena and the knife and that kind of thing. Like, so it's all just very forefront for her, I think, in this book, which is why when more and more of the, like, you know, sexual crimes come out, mm-hmm. she's already there. Like, I think that she's already yeah. in such a high yeah, and it could be anxiety place.
0: Yeah, and I I think we we miss saying that at at a certain point she and Rourke found a video uh in Draco's room of Nadine. Yeah, Nadine, it was obvious yeah. that Nadine didn't know that they were being filmed while they were having sex. Right, uh, that was so. The yeah, same maybe that's, that's it. That was the
1: that's same time it. he stole the sex toy. That was yeah. That same we were track. so
0: preoccupied with the just disgustingness yeah. of that whole right. like, like come on like, sex toy thing that I don't mm-hmm. yeah it just we just major part of the it's plot we're it, just yeah. like yeah. I can't we can't point. even deal with that because we don't care stole somebody else's gross. sex toy that's right. disgusting. Wait, Ugh. well,
2: <laughs> I think that that's another part of, of Eve being on edge though is that yes there's. there's We don't know, and we never actually will find out for sure. We don't know if Richard Draco used that on Nadine or not. Well, we're just assuming. Right. We don't, but, and that's, that's also, that's like, an Eve's, and Eve kind of coming to terms with the fact that she's actually... A protective mother hen, she just won't ever admit it. Like, she has feelings yeah. and really loves me, yeah. you know. So, like, there's also that bit of right. anxiety hanging over her there. Sure. You know, yeah. she's, I like I said, I think she's just kind of triggered on all sides, and it and her anxiety does not l- level any lower than high wow. alert through this whole book. I mean, and in the last, you know, the world was blowing up. So maybe she still hasn't gotten over the
0: fact that everything (laughs) is crazy. Yeah, that was all very traumatic. So, yeah. And this is only (laughs) like a few weeks later. So, sure. Yeah, she's still still kind of on edge from that. Yeah. And it does mention in the book that Rourke's shoulder is still sore. It does. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, I, I, she's a mother hen. I, I think it's, my theory has always been that she's more of a, she's more of the alpha. Mm -hmm. and this is her pack and she's taking care of her pack oh sure no she's pack leader she's taking care of her pack absolutely all of that the rabbit and the the video hints to what is non-consensual and that's going into the rape territory for her so yeah that's probably what triggered her so yeah you're right so there was a trigger um so she comes home and uh Mavis is there, and she Mavis is set up a whole girls' night. And luckily for Eve, uh Nadine comes over because she's worried about everything that's been happening with uh, her having to tell Eve that she's had sex with uh, Draco, right. and now she may be a suspect because Nadine also went to the theater, right, to mm-hmm. confront him about something. Yeah. Well, she went and to so a hotel there.
1: room first, and then right, the-
0: right. So oh, she was yeah. there. So she's possibly a suspect, and she's really worried about that. So she goes mm-hmm. over to Eve and Rourke's and of course Mavis is there. And I feel like that's a very clever way of, to, for Eve to get out of the girls' night to go like the girls' night. Nadine, you should go out and have my girls' night because you need it more than I, I need do. it. Yeah, more than I do, yeah.
1: which is not true at all. But yeah,
0: right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. right.
1: Um, I, I say.
2: I will say if Nadine had been more like not distracted by everything, she would have called Eve out on her bullshit so fast oh, and been yeah. like,
0: really, Eve? Come right. on. Right. Instead, she's like, girl's night, huh? Yeah. 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 <laughs> also, there's another like Rourke dick moment here. Um, <laughs> because, uh, sorry, I'm just pointing out the Rourke I dick moments it. for dick all of moments. you because so you know um so they told Nadine so that that they have a video in custody of her with Draco so Draco had taken this video without her knowledge and they talk <laughs> about how I mean he she's pissed off and who who wouldn't be yeah you know um yeah of course and it's it's you know it's essentially rape they oh, talk yeah. about that Eve and Rourke and Nadine yeah. talk about it's rape. And, Nadine yeah, and then he makes a joke about, about having popcorn with. Right. Nadine. And so like she video. says, are yeah. you up for video? And he's like, Nadine's can we have popcorn? It's like, yeah. dude. That, that was very poor taste yeah. work. Are <laughs> you kidding me? I know. On, young, but, you know? Yeah. You, you, uh, yes. It was meant to be a joke. Yeah. But, dude, you were just in the room where this Office. woman found out that she had been videotaped against yeah. her you know well you gotta tell her yeah yeah without her knowledge yeah she's pissed about it you just talked about how this is essentially rape for her <laughs> right and now you're like oh we're gonna watch her video great where's the popcorn like uh, yeah. don't even joke about that yeah, yeah don't come on Rourke. <laughs> yeah come on Rourke. come on so yeah. dick I'm with you yes Rourke, the hell's wrong with you <laughs> I mean, yeah, what the hell is wrong with you, Rourke? I <laughs> <Dick>. <laughs> Uh yeah, so yeah, I totally then and when I wrote my note that time, I put Dick in all capitals.
2: Dick. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, "No, this is no question. This it's is a, a, dick. a dick. Yes.
0: absolutely a dick moment for Rourke. This is a park. dick moment." Yes, absolutely. <laughs> also, during the course of this whole thing, she gets a new computer. Oh yes. And this is one of my favorite oh, scenes. Oh
2: my gosh. Yes. The yes. computer
0: scene. Where she hauls Where it in she, then... yeah. yeah. It's so great. And she wants to destroy it and Rourke comes in and goes, Ooh, what's that? And then he tr- starts to tinker with it and yep. won't let her won't let her beat it up, you know. Which is so fantastic. Right. Yeah. You know. Oh no, no.
1: You can't, you can't yeah. kill it.
0: She's so mad, she just wants to beat it. Yeah. Which I, you know, I've had systems like that. Oh, for sure. But then it's another thing that we we talked about before too of it says here, uh he picked it up. He hefted the system, discovered he had to put it his back into it. They made them a lot heavier back then. I mean really. It's like, no, they're not making them heavy now. Yeah. How would they be heavy? Unless something yeah. now, it is possible that urban war happened, and you know <laughs> what, manufacturing technology disappeared. And well, so no, I was branch? saying that manufacturing in let's say China or wherever parts are being made maybe was destroyed. Now we have to kind of go back to not necessarily square one, but kind of back to older type systems. Okay. I don't know. I'm trying to make excuses because at the time this was written, yes, computers were gigantic and they were heavy. They were, you know, and who knew? I mean, obviously Nora didn't know that computer systems would be. Yeah. Yeah. Very light. Yeah. You know, it's a selling point now. It's, you know, laptops only three pounds or whatever. (laughs) <laughs> right. so and everybody's got a laptop i mean i've got a desktop computer at, at work but mm-hmm. it's it's um now i mean maybe this is i've got i've got one of the apple systems that's got the built-in monitor okay and it's a it's a 27 inch monitor with the computer built in so really the the weight is coming from the monitor right um and it's it's heavy i mean you know yeah. So, if Eve's system is like that, <laughs> built into the big monitor, I
1: don't maybe. know,
0: maybe. But it, it just seems maybe. weird that he has it to heft things. it, and then and yeah. then she like, <laughs> you know, again, we're we're talking her her noticing Rourke parts because yes. you know, she he hefts the computer, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Rourke parts. Rourke parts, so uh, we might have to like put that on a mug or something. And like, we do need to put it on a mug. Random Rourke parts, but the the whole scene is just I just I just love it. I just think it's it's so funny. She she just wants to destroy that thing, and he's like, "Oh, wait a minute, you know."
2: (laughs) She's like, "But I want it dead." Yeah. (laughs)
0: And then Murder he's going to give it to Jamie. Please. There's a there's a, a mention of Jamie in here because he's like, I'll I'll give it to Jamie. and See what he can do with mm-hmm. it. And Excellent and I thought it was and Jamie. Yeah, and it's kind of odd that she's like, "What, Jamie? What are you talking about?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah you know, he's been. Wouldn't you think that they had they would have talked about that already? But maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. Guess not." <laughs> I mean, if he's bringing Jamie in to to mentor him. I, it just think. seems like, yeah.
2: I mean, maybe he mentioned it to her and she wasn't paying attention. That's true,
0: because mm, she does uh-huh, not pay attention. Uh-huh. No, she does not. You're no. right. <laughs> yeah, it is so,
1: pretty obvious. He could have very doesn't. easily mentioned it to her and she mm-hmm. just didn't register it. Right.
2: Yeah. Very possible
1: so he knows, he knows that she does not care about his work so
0: anything <laughs> having to do with his work yeah because uh, later on him. after the um the dinner scene she yeah. asks him about his work and he thinks in his head like okay let's see how long it takes before she zones out right and then he starts right. like <laughs> launches into his whole spiel about his business and and she's he said it take it takes her ninety seconds, and he thought she would only last sixty. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, kind of a dick, but kind of right. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a bit of it. I don't think I mark that as a dick move, but maybe it's it's know, really
2: so. not. It, it kind of should it's be, right. but it just shows what she it is just, like. Sometimes I say it just shows how
1: well he knows her. I mean. Uh-huh. And, that's how real. much dick. Right. he knows that she doesn't well, and, it.
0: you know i mean all of the dick parts are him knowing her and knowing what he oh, can get away with sure. with yeah. her but you know as somebody coming into the series without in, any prior knowledge i mean these are dick. but the thing with nadine watching the video no, a making a joke ball, about right that, that that's a dick move Mm-hmm. And stealing the toy, the, the sex toy, is a dick move.
1: And I don't
2: even know if that's a dick move. It's just gross.
0: <laughs> I, I, it's I don't know if anyone
2: not noticed, but that's gross, and we think it's gross. And it is gross. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's gross.
1: I don't know what she was going for there.
2: It's just gross.
1: Like, why? What? Why? <laughs> I mean, I, was that intended yeah. to be funny? Because it's not. <laughs> It's just fucking gross. That's gross. <laughs> I she
0: may she, maybe she's somebody maybe Nora's one of those people that she doesn't have the same kind of because um, I am a germaphobe, big time.
2: Yeah, but you don't even she doesn't have, have
0: to be my germaphobe issues. Not
1: want to use somebody else's sex toy. You would think, even- but
2: <laughs> some people. That's just common fucking sense
0: <laughs> you, I mean God, I, I don't I agree with you but <laughs> yeah it's hard to know what she was thinking because yeah you would not I, I you Rourke would never Rourke would never exactly <laughs> I mean he did in this book but he would never he was sorry it wasn't no. a name I don't know. no that's, drunk. that's not okay <laughs> So Peabody comes in and um, now Peabody's talked to Charles and knows that Charles talked to Eve, but also um, she finds that Eve has sealed some, some things in the, uh, in the files. And she's a little pissed off about that because she feels like Eve is hiding stuff, which she is. Mm-hmm. But it's like you know these these are things that she just didn't think that you know she was hiding them because she thought it would be better for Peabody to have them hidden, right? And, and she but wasn't Peabody, really
1: hiding them; it was more not telling her. She, well, she classified them. It's classifying them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, it's part of her job. It's not like she was keeping right. secrets
0: or. But at this point, Peabody's like we're partners, even though. Eve is, I mean, Peabody's still Eve's aid, but yeah. yeah, I mean, but you're still, you know, we're kind of partners in this and yeah, but there's still, I mean, you, you still have to have boundaries
1: as far as right. superior and
2: here's, here's what I'm going to say about that though, is that yes, but anytime Eve has not shared someone with Peabody, she's been up front and been like, you can know this and that's that, it. Mm-hmm. You that's it. understand that there are things I can't share with you. So right. I I totally am like, yeah, Peabody has every right to be pissed about this. And then mm-hmm. of course it comes out that it is actually personal to her. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So parts yeah. of it are, you know. Um yeah. and I and I get it. And it's and like she was there when she met with Nadine, and uh-huh. she didn't bring it up to Eve because she probably, I just would assume. Trusted that Eve would let her know if she needs to know something. And yes,
0: but she was still a little bit upset that Eve yeah. kind of like left her out of Which, that.
1: Can I just say McNabb's insight there was actually completely spot on? And I know it pissed people oh. off, you know. I mean, yeah.
2: is again, I love McNabb. He, oh, yeah. His insight is so good. I yeah. mean, he is a good detective, but mm-hmm. he isn't wrong you know, no. about that. Yeah. And, and to be, and, you know, and honestly, like, we, we need sometimes to have someone call us out on that because I don't think, I don't think she thinks he's wrong. I think she probably was like, you know, he's probably fucking right, but she doesn't want to admit it because she's a human being <laughs> and we're all like that, you know? Right. I mean, <laughs> I, I just, yeah. but I, I totally, I totally think that Eve just Like, she just kind of let the ball drop on how she handled all of this and all of the stuff. Like, and that's just part of being human. She's not perfect. I don't want her to be perfect. But it's kind of like, yeah, Eve, you wanted to keep all the stuff about Nadine separate and private, but you do actually have a team that you would keep, you know, up to speed on this, or you would say, hey, this isn't for you. Because. She right. didn't go in and say, Peabody, you're not allowed to look at this or whatever. You know, if someone goes in and sees that there's stuff that they're not allowed to see and they're part of a team, wouldn't they be like annoyed oh, that they curious. can't see? Yeah, it yeah, yeah. Yes. absolutely. Yeah. But also mm-hmm. just, yeah, it's very human to be curious about that kind of thing. Right. But. <laughs> right. No, you're right. Absolutely. But but poor Eve. I mean, again, it all really boils down to Eve. Just she's trying. She
0: just didn't. It's she really didn't do it right. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: well, it's hard because
0: you know she's she's trying to keep. She's trying to protect Nadine's feelings, also. Right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, well, but, and that's but super also, important
2: to her. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And Even in order to do that, she's got to keep that private from Peabody. <laughs> So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean it's it's hard to know. In which I just
2: I don't know. For me, I feel like Eve could have said, you know, obviously Nadine literally in front of you said, "I only want to talk to Eve." You know, like yeah, <laughs> right. you, you have, there's no reason for you to not be like that. That just happened. Yeah, don't even always... think about that. That's going to yeah. be none of your business, and. Peabody can come to whatever conclusion she wants, but then she's aware that there's an aspect of this case that's really not for her eyes because she was not granted that permission. Right, right. And then she wouldn't maybe be childish about I don't think she's really that childish. She I don't told think McNabb she's childish. in confidence. She did yeah. not, you know. She, yeah, told, she told McNabb is. in confidence in the same way Eve told Rourke in confidence. Not the same type of thing, but just like, hey, I'm getting this off my chest. This is a feeling I'm having right now. Right. And I think that th- there was there was a window of opportunity for Eve to handle that better. In my opinion.
0: Yeah. And, and Peabody's thing wasn't even just about the case. It was also about that she feel felt like she was Nadine's friend too.
1: Right. And that's, right. Yeah, that's why I don't think it's childish. I think it's human. I think anybody right. would feel that it's way. It's very human. You know, yeah. when you're dealing with something like this and you're working together and then all of a sudden one of your friends that's a mutual friend wants to talk to your partner or you know, the person you work with and not you. And right. that's I don't know. Yeah, that's that's just that's a normal human emotion mm-hmm. that's gonna happen. Yeah.
2: And again, I think I think in that case it's very clear to all parties that this is pertaining to the case because um yes. I'm sorry, if I'm upset and I need to go to a friend I'm going to choose Peabody over Eve any day. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I think think Peabody's instincts are going to be like, well, this doesn't have to do with personal things. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. (laughs) A hundred percent. Again, no shade on Eve, but (laughs) it's just another beautiful addition to Eve really learning how to navigate relationships. Which you know is my favorite thing. So,
0: oh yeah. (laughs) Then I love the interaction where Peabody says she's talking about how you know I know I'm not beautiful or anything, and of course Eve is like I I feel for Eve because I am like Eve too. You I don't know what to say in these situations, and Eve Mm. says you know you look good, (laughs) and
1: you know I mean
0: that's not what Peabody wants. Peabody's like
2: but
1: Peabody is more obsessed than usual about her. Body
2: in this one yeah but i think i mean look at look at where she is though like in this particular book she's dealing with yeah. her own weird bullshit relationship that she put herself in however that's how everyone is different i mean because this is this is all part of her learning who she is you know right Knowing her own self and i think that also remember peabody is like 20 something mm-hmm.
0: we already know from a previous book from um holiday that uh apparently a mrs peabody who knew but mrs peabody has you know given peabody shit about her weight
2: yeah this is true. who knows who was knows
0: how when she when they got when they got into the the explosion no it was um was it rapture? No, it was during their ho- their holiday party. No,
1: it was during that- the party for Na- for Mavis.
0: Hmm. Yes, you're right. Okay. Oh yeah. yes, yes. Why do I even doubt right. you? I'm like, I'm like, no, you're <laughs> wrong. No, I shouldn't even say no. that. Like, I shouldn't even doubt it. Like, <laughs> no, okay, it yeah, went, you're absolutely Yeah, it was right. after remember they were in that right. explosion
1: at the bank and Yes. And Peabody and, and shows up at the party and because she didn't want to miss the party.
0: Right. And then Eve says, by the way, you could you could stand to lose some weight and, and right, and Peabody said, so my mother's always telling me.
1: Which I always that so, that exchange just always kind of pisses me off.
0: Right. So, but <laughs> my point here is clearly she's already got body issues. Right. Yeah. And, no, I mean that. And I,
1: so it, I don't know, it just seemed to stick out a little more than it normally does in yeah, this one.
0: Well, I think it's because this is all coming to a head because um She's dealing with, you know, why haven't Charles and I gone, you know, all you know, the way? Done it, and you know she done it, and uh, that's that's the classy way of saying it, and um, <laughs> and she's thinking that is it because of my weight? Classy, y'all. she's saying you know i mean is it because i'm unattractive is it because i'm of my weight so all that's why all this is coming up for her because she doesn't understand it she hasn't processed yet that's because she really doesn't want it either she just wants to be friends she hasn't really processed that she's so she's internalizing that and saying well clearly it's because of my weight yeah
1: that makes sense
0: and she's asking you know Eve, like you know I, I just love this part. you can know, like, if you were a guy or into same-sex relationships, but you want to have sex with me, and Eve says, "Absolutely," I jump you in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I love. it. Unfortunately for Eve, it it leads into what? Peabody saying, "Well, McNab can't keep his hands off me," <laughs> and he is like, "Oh, please, <laughs> you yeah. know, Peabody, please, please. Don't. please
2: don't. I can't do yeah. this right now." Well, after so after this conversation, Eve. Eve
0: does tell Peabody about
2: Nadine.
0: You know, I, I think Nadine would be fine with it. You know, she just doesn't want like everyone knowing.
2: Well, and I think there's something different between Nadine telling Eve in that like moment where she needs to talk about it versus mm-hmm. knowing that it's going into the report. Like she even says in her conversation with Eve, like, this has to go in your report, doesn't it? She understands that she has to have her lawyer on standby. She understands. Right. That she's in the middle of this. So I don't think there's a part of Nadine that doesn't expect that Peabody wouldn't be told about this. But there's still some embarrassment and comfort and stuff that she needs to worry about when it comes to saying it out loud. So saying it out loud in front of Peabody was probably more stressful. It would have been more stressful than saying it to Eve. Right. Which is probably why she, you know, told Eve instead of Peabody, even though, again, I would choose... Eve, oh, she's Peabody first, if I needed some friendship comfort.
0: So, you know, she and Peabody had had talked previously, and and Peabody was talking about having a love of a lifetime. Right. And so that's why Eve got it in her head, you know, about having a love of a lifetime. And Rourke doing, always doing stuff for her, like bringing her a candy bar or whatever. Yeah. And that Mm -hmm. she... Never does anything for him. She just gets that in her head. I have to tell you, though, I've got I've got this part where he gives her the candy bar. I've got it um, highlighted. Yeah. And my little note that goes with it says not a dick. Not a dick. Very sweet. (laughs) Because it was it was a very. Yeah. You know, just knowing that. She's gonna want something like that. I mean, he could have brought out like a health bar or something like right. that, but he got her a candy bar yeah. because she knew he knew she would want it and and Mira mentions that too. The love of your life, Eve, would never betray you or hurt you, where it matters most ever let you down. He accepts who you are absolutely, so all of that is in Eve's head, and she's decided you know she's gonna do something for Rourke, so she comes home. And she's decided she's gonna put this dinner together for Rourke.
2: I just I'm just real quick, just going to repeat what I said earlier. One of the biggest issues with this book and why people are in terrible moods and having a rough time is that the communication blows. Yeah. Yes. Rourke Rourke coming in and assuming that Eve is go, is trying to butter him up is yes. a really one, it's not him. Like, that's not how Rourke usually operates. In yeah. fact, I feel like Rourke is the kind dignity. of person who would welcome that kind of challenge. Yeah. And two, it's just not fair. You know? No. And yeah. I'm like, all oh, you did—you just assumed. You just assumed. And that's... You're better than that. You know her better than that. Please yeah. don't. Yeah. No, I... Yeah. That's exactly
1: right. Because, yeah, if there's any moment where <laughs> Rourke is a for me in this book, it's that moment, and I'm just like, my god, dude, no, yep. this is not okay. Don't like she. She very obviously went to a lot of trouble, and you know she never does that. So why are you assuming that she wants something?
0: Right, you know. So I, yeah, I mean, I, I have this marked, and I and you know, again, it's a dick. But then I, you know, I mean, to immediately say, what do you want? Yeah. Clearly, if you read this series yeah. from book one, you know Bork isn't a dick, but if this is your first book, this, he may come off as a dick here.
1: Yeah. He does. And I think he comes yeah. off as a dick, even if you've read it a thousand times. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's not cool. What yeah. are you doing, dude?
2: That's not him. I think it's more annoying after reading it, like, for yeah. the first well, time. Maybe, yeah. you're like, but, yeah. but you know better. <laughs>
1: It's the same yeah. guy that sold the sex toys. It's not, it's not actually work.
2: Uh, this
0: is a tough yeah. book to work. <laughs> I, it's, see, I'm telling you, this is why I came off out of this book thinking he was a dick. What I love about this whole thing is Eve trying to put this whole thing together. Yes. And clearly, you know, I mean, she doesn't know what she's doing. No, she's so, so frustrated about uh, it. Yeah, she's on the computer and she's trying to find all the stuff that she needs because, yeah, you know, they don't do this very often as far as sitting down and having a dinner where, you know, she definitely doesn't put the table together, even if they do right. that. Right, exactly. You know, Usually Somerset does that. Yeah. So she doesn't know where anything yeah. is. She doesn't know what anything is. And she's looking in his computer and he's got like, you know thousands of glasses and he's got several <laughs> patterns of China Yeah, and you know, all this stuff. And I, I have to, I'm with her. Like, you know, I, I wouldn't know. Nope. Nope. Where to begin, you know? No idea. Nope. And it says she's thinking like what kind of maniac <laughs> needed over 5,000 plates. And I agree. Yeah. He needs over 5,000 plates. That's agreed. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and then you know, but I like that she's uh, you know what I'm just gonna go everything white because that way I don't have to match any colors. I follow that logic. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, one hundred percent. You know, absolutely. Um, And then you know, Somerset comes in and immediately assumes that she's like trying to see everything that Rourke has, but for a nefarious reason you know, Dick, um, Dick. He's a dick too. in this one, you know, I mean, um, and always, (laughs) yeah, it, I do like that. it, It, um, it says here, uh, you know, she's so like frustrated by the whole thing. And he offers to do it for her. Like, this is part of my job. Why don't you let me do this and you go get dressed? Cause he realizes what she's trying to do, you know? Um, and it says she opened her mouth to agree, but then, you know, says, no, I have to do it myself. That's the whole point. And then it says his face remains stern, cold, but inside he softened like jelly and says, mm-hmm. you, then you better hurry. Roke will be home within the hour. um, so again, this is another one of those, you know, Somerset's starting to get soften toward Eve. He's getting there. Um she's, yeah. she's doing wow. this nice thing for Rourke. You know, so Rourke comes home, finds her in this room where that she's obviously gone to great lengths to put together for him. Right. You know, Go candles ahead. all around. She's got the china, and she's got, you know, everything happening, music on, flowers. A whole nine yards. Whitehead. Yeah. It's really together. And the first thing he says, all right, what do you want? And even when, you know, she's saying to him, like, then she gets upset because, and who wouldn't? You know, like, forget it. Yeah. You know, obviously. And uh he he says it a couple of times, like, you know, well, I what are you up to? What do you
1: want? Yeah, as much as I adore the ensuing scene and everything that happens mm-hmm. afterwards, that right portion of it. I'm yeah. just like, Ugh, I want to punch you. Like what is wrong with
0: this? <laughs> But yeah, it's, I mean, just it's really just, not good. <laughs> yeah. But like you said, after everything that comes after, once he realizes his mistake and Starts to realize what she what she's done, and right. he she ex- explained it to him. Like you know, I I just wanted to do something nice because you're always the one that do, does stuff, and I just wanted to do something for you for once, right? You know, and all that comes out. Then yes, everything that happens after that is fantastic, and yeah. I really, I I we said it earlier, but this is just such a great scene, and I just I just loved reading it again. I yeah. mean. It was just so lovely. The whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Start to finish was just uh, Mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah. Fantastic scene. That one moment. (laughs) It's just that one moment. Come on, man. You know, I mean, be a little more grateful, Rourke, because she's still with you after you stole the fucking, you know, (laughs) sex toy from somebody (laughs) else's (laughs) drawer. She's (laughs) not so...
2: (laughs) she should be really turned
0: off. I don't care how sexy you are. <laughs> but despite that, she's set this whole thing up for you. Yeah. And you're. do dumbass. all over it. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah. yeah. So the whole scene was just fantastic and I just love it. And And, you know, it's a favorite scene of a lot of, I think our listener, Heidi, said that was one of her favorite scenes. A lot of the listeners said that. It was yeah. their favorite scene, too. Yeah. I mean, it's just one yeah. of the best scenes of the whole series. Yeah, I agree. And thank you, Nora, for writing it because Yes. It's a, just Huge the fan. perfect, perfect Even Rourke scene. It is. Just perfect. Perfect. Yes. Um. So yeah, they're talking about it afterwards, after yes. their dinner. They're talking about Anya and, and all of this. And um, oh, they were looking at Carly Lansdowne's. Background.
2: Yes, right. she and Rourke.
0: and found that she had sealed records. And then when they looked a little bit closer, they found that she had been adopted. And this is when Eve starts to work out in her head what's what's going on. Whoever this Anya is, you know, had an affair with Draco and got pregnant, and that's what the fight with Kenneth Styles was all about. Right, and um. Eve's starting to put this all together. So she wants to go and question, uh, Kenneth styles. Yeah. And, um, she, now here's uh, I was, I understand it, but then I don't because, um, it's like, what time has it got? It's gotta be like late night, early morning. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And she's like, well, let's no, get I Peabody can. out of bed because I want to go question somebody. And yeah. you're like,
1: yeah, not even well, get her out of bed, just call her. I mean, yeah. And then she's pissed because well, she, you know, her communicator said off duty. And it's like, yeah, it's yeah, what, 11 yeah. o- at night? Yeah. People can go off duty. People can go off duty. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just because Fine. you
0: don't do that. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, people can't. I understand the urgency of it. But yeah. on the other hand, it's like she's off duty, you know? yeah. and then now you find that she's on a date, and then you're like, "Well, too bad. Yeah. Take some sober up. Let's go. Come on. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. go question somebody. Like you know, I just that. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. I thought that too. <laughs> I thought that was rather. I mean, but <laughs> I I love this scene because Pe- Peabody is so great because she's yeah. already drunk by this time. Yeah. And it's her and McNabb together. And, um, you know, uh, and she's like, Eve sees that they're together and they're in this, there's like a, a ton of music happening. And, and so, uh, Eve says, you know, Peabody, where are you? And, and Peabody says, I'm in New York city. I live here. <laughs> she's drunk, So good. Dead. drunk, you know, uh, And uh, so, (laughs) and then Eve says, "Take this outside before I go deaf." And Peabody says, "What? I can't hear you." (laughs) (laughs) So good. So funny. Eve, ignoring Rourke's amused chuckle, Eve leaned into her link. Officer Peabody, go outside. Keep that this transmission open. I need to talk to you. And then Peabody's like. You're outside? Well, hell, come on in. Come in. <laughs> He's like, go outside. You know? So then she goes outside, and now she's, like, looking for Eve. She's like, Dallas, where are you? <laughs> and Eve's like, your link, Sorry. Peabody. I'm on your link. You know? Love it. <laughs> oh, my God. So, she says, you know, take sober up. And then Peabody's like, oh, I don't want it. Hey, is that Rourke? I heard Rourke. Hi, Rourke. <laughs> so great. This whole scene. Love it. Because Rourke it's comes just on. Gold. You know, Rourke's like, hello, Peabody, you're looking particularly delicious tonight. And Peabody's <laughs> like, Golly, you're pretty. I could just look at you and look at you and look at you. <laughs> you know, like sober up now. I want to go question somebody. <laughs> Eve's like, stop with the fun. No fun for anyone. <laughs> no fun for anyone. Right? What, is, what do you want to do? Why are you having fun? Yeah. And Eve's like, I've had my fun. Now we're all stopping having fun. Yes. Well, now that I've had mine, you can no longer have right. yours. Exactly. Now we um. now we have to get back to business. Because that's just how Eve is. <laughs> yes. So she goes to Siles's apartment and true heart is there and true heart tells her that you know nobody's he he saw styles go in but styles never came out again right but of course eve goes in and finds that styles is not there and they realize that he's put on a disguise and gone out so they go after him so uh they head off to grand central station and a, bunch of you know yeah, incompetence a happens a lot of bullshit goes down and uh true heart goes to tackle styles and some a-hole with a uh with a stunner stuns true heart instead of styles and now true heart has been hit and um is down so lands true heart in the hospital and eve is one of those you know people that I'm sure nurses hate to deal with.
1: Nurses, doctors, anybody, anybody in the hospital hate to deal with those people.
0: Right. Cause she's like, you know, my man's in there and I got to get in (laughs) there. And the nurse is kind of like, you need to calm down and go, you know, wait. So, um, and then there's this really nice, um, scene between Eve and Trueheart's mother Trueheart's mother tells Eve that Trueheart, you know, really looks up to her and basically saying that she worries about Trueheart, but this is what he wants to do with his life. And right. so she she supports him and says, I'm sure your mother would do the same. And Eve says, you know, I don't have a mother. But that's the that's probably something that gets Eve thinking about, you know, mothers and what they would do for their children. Right. Well, Anya Carvel. Yeah, called calls her. her, Yeah. And says, I, I want to meet with you. That's when they realized that Carly Lansdowne was his child. And so all of that is kind of bringing all of this stuff up for Eve. I think it was after, so it was after that she, she went to see Carly again, right? Right. Yeah. So after she sees Anya, she goes mm-hmm. to see Carly. And right. that's when she
1: gets, and she gets sick after that.
2: And yeah. she sees how Carly reacts to, right. there's a lot of a connection. She, you know, she feels that connection.
0: So yeah, it brings all this stuff up and, and Eve, you know, has a meltdown and she sends Peabody off and she goes home and she gets sick. And, um, I just, you know, uh, it's just one of those things where I was like, she got sick and Rourke happened to be home. And so he's like taking care of her and, um, they have this discussion. And you know, they're talking, he's he's put her into bed and and they're talking. And then they have sex and and I was like, she just got sick. Like for <laughs> me, that was like you. <laughs> if
2: and puke breath, <laughs> right? First of
0: all, you have puke <laughs> breath, but I don't know. For me, once I, when I get sick like that, it's yeah, like... Yeah, you
1: want nothing I, to do with that, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to, like, yeah. have sex, but, you know... Yeah, they're horny. I, <laughs> I feel like even yeah. if I was horny, I, I, well, I wouldn't be at that point. That's the no. thing. Like, you know, uh it doesn't always have to be that. I It, it feels yeah. like typical thing that Rourke does, like, you know, oh... You need to feel better about yourself, so let's have sex. Or, well, like actually, Eva initiates it though in that particular instance. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 She yeah. needs that
1: because he like. he was like, "No, I just want you to sleep," and she was like, "No, no, no, we're gonna yeah, do
0: it." Yeah. I I don't know. It seems still weird. I I Eve is Eve, so you know she's yeah. who yeah. she is, but I wouldn't like after do, after <laughs> getting sick like that. Yeah, <laughs> no, you've been either. traumatized and. I guess I kind of get it in a way. I mean, you know, everything that's been happening, not just that she got sick. She's been traumatized. Yeah. But again, you know, she's blaming herself about True Heart. She's also blaming herself about how she, you know, broke that to Carly. Yeah. It's just, I I get, I guess, that she wanted to kind of feel better about herself. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. And that's why she initiated that. But it's still disgusting. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just like I'm okay, still gross. like. Yeah. Ugh. And then she's fine after she has yeah. sex, and she's fine. She's like, okay, back to work. Yeah. Because for me, I'm like, if I get sick, I'm like, I'm not. That's it for me. Yeah. For the yeah. day, like just I'm leave out. me alone. Yeah. I'm, done. I'm out. You're yeah.
2: Yeah. I like the same way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Again, another one of those. So before she got sick, another one of those incidences where I'm sure Peabody was like, hmm something's happening here because they had a little fight about it because and you've said something about, you know, it's, it it, stuff like that doesn't happen in Peabody's tidy little world. Yeah. You know, she kind of comes
2: for her without really Peabody didn't really do anything. She's just kind of there. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which is again, really kind of a neat look at them because Peabody takes it. And then later when Eve is like, yeah, sorry about that. You know? Yeah. I think that that's, it's just another little growing moment in their relationship. Yeah.
0: Um, Well, yeah. You know, because obviously, you know, Peabody had to have seen that she was, something was wrong. Right. She wasn't acting like her normal self. And actually, Eve, Eve, Eve apologizes right away. I mean, before she sends Peabody yeah. off yeah. and goes, she, I mean, she says like, you're not here yeah. to be a punching bag for my foul moods. Yeah. And Peabody's like, you know, that's okay. I'm kind of used to it. <laughs> you know? It's
2: um, <laughs> just more part of Eve growing.
0: Right. right. And, right. and and again, you know, Peabody, just little by little getting bits and pieces mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. Eve. You know, and, and she has to, by this time you would think that she's got, she had to have put together now, oh yeah, you know, things that trigger Eve and, and, and what they mean, you know. So even before Eve, uh, Eve, eventually Eve will tell her everything that happened, but she had to have known prior to, or could at least, you know, infer by all of these things that happen. Yeah, so then you know they go back to the hospital to visit True Heart. They want to get True Heart a present. Oh, the toy, so, yes. Yeah, they found this this uh, game for him. Yeah, and Eve goes to purchase it and finds that you know she's got what authorization level one or yeah authorization one. You know, and <laughs> and so they won't debit her account. She's like, what the what the hell? You know i, I wanna, love it I, it's yeah. such a work thing to do and it's beautiful Oh yeah i definitely
1: love it i think it's Which great makes,
0: and it and it makes perfect sense i mean why should she pay for one of his exactly you know products and she's like all pissed off and peabody says most women would be happy if their husbands gave them blank shopping credit <laughs> and he says you know i'm not most women and well, Key no, bodies. you're
1: not, but be a little bit fucking grateful every now and then. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, see, that's, it's a problem. Um, that's such a, like a problem. You <laughs> need to get over it. <laughs> uh,
1: you we know. Get it. I, you don't want his money. We get it. <laughs> Let it go.
0: She, after all the drama, not, you know, with the uh, true heart and styles killing himself and all that. I guess she slept. She went home and slept for right. hours and yeah. uh, she wakes up and he's not there. So she like, first of all, she wakes up, he's not there. So she like has a candy bar or something for, for ice breakfast. cream. I think an ice cream. Yeah. Like, babe, seriously, are bar. you like, yeah. Are you like five? Yeah. This is why <laughs> work has to do this. Shit. Well, because yes, because How she's like five ice cream for breakfast. Yeah. He's Nobody not here, 31 so thing, years old should be eating ice cream for breakfast. She's got an auto chef; she can have an actual breakfast, but she grabs an ice cream bar. Like, yeah. what? The, this is why he needs to be the way he is. Exactly. Right. So this is um, why Rourke is the way he is. Yes, this is why he this he, why he picks eats ice cream for breakfast. Food when for her. her own devices. That's what yeah. the, some the person on. Um, on Goodreads was all up in arms about because he like picks out her food. Good. And that's controlling. It's not and it's controlling. Like, yeah, because otherwise she gets up live. in the morning and has an ice cream bar. He
1: wants her to live. That's not controlling. <laughs> right. That's wanting to keep his fucking wife alive.
0: Right. And healthy. <laughs> it's not healthy to have an ice cream bar for fucking breakfast. No. Not at all. So she goes into Rourke's office. She says, You've been putting in some long days yourself. Maybe we need a little vacation. And first thing he says is, What do you want? Yeah. Right. So I I guess I didn't mark this because it's not so much of a dick move. Because See, here's where obviously, I think he, because she said something about a vacation,
1: he knows she wants something. Right. <laughs> Because before right. when he just walked in on the dinner, she didn't even say anything. She just said right. hi. And he was right. like, what do you want? What do you want? Yeah. But this time she walks in and she's all being super nice and like, oh, we should take a vacation. And that's where he's like, oh, yeah, what do you want? Which so I right. totally get where he was coming from. There. <laughs> totally get it.
0: Yeah. And she, so, you know, she's like, I just want some quiet time somewhere. You and me, we could take a long weekend. And he says, I repeat, what do you want? (laughs) You know, um, (laughs) I'm not above a bribe, but I like to know the deal. Why am I being softened up? (laughs) Um, so that's when she says, you know, she wants him to help her with this thing. She, he wants to take her to Olympus, which he knows that she's going to hate. But that's the deal. She now she's pissed off because he he t- <laughs> talked her into going off planet when she right. just wanted him to set this thing up for him and um, and right. she's like she's it says she sulked you know it's not even a big favor and and she he said you should have thought of that before you tried to scam me you might have if you had had a decent breakfast instead of ice cream. <laughs> so you're not wrong. <laughs> this is why you hey, don't really have ice it. cream you don't have ice cream in the morning because you're off your game exactly what she needed him to do was set up this whole thing at the theater call all the people in tell them that you know they're gonna go ahead with the production and he needs everybody there and uh, that's when she stages this whole thing where she you know Figures out that the killer is Mm Arena. So, um, but yeah, in a very dramatic way, she finds out that it's Arena, and that Arena is Carly's mother, and Richard Draco is huge, you know, a hole because he like (laughs) talked Arena into daughter, which is right, but then talked said Mm -hmm. I'll leave. Um, yeah. Carly alone said to Rena, "I'll leave Carly alone Absolutely. if you have sex with me now, or maybe we can have a threesome." Which is, you know, it's this disgusting. guy's a fucking a hole, and he, yeah. you know, he's beyond he's terrible. terrible. He's a yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't even and have So again, you know, somebody that Eve cannot feel any empathy for, right? Because he's, you know, a complete, you know. Deviant, yeah, you know, yeah. You know. really. It's I don't. Evil. I hate to say it, like better off dead, but uh, ah, yeah, I don't know. yeah, you know, I would say it. It just the whole, it's gross. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. yes. Um, and uh a lot of times I understand, like at at the end where where they have the 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 scene with the killer now. Yeah. In in uh, interview. Hmm. i wasn't really sure and maybe it's just something i missed why we needed that scene at the i end. think maybe to show that <laughs> he was going to tell her to you know
1: what she told her which was basically to get get a lawyer, a lawyer that'll
0: or get a good lawyer things for you and
1: get you off I mean, yeah,
0: my only problem,
1: my only problem with that is Quim, because that was a calculated eat move to protect herself. Right. And so I'm kind of like, I don't maybe, you know, yeah, he was blackmailing her, but did he deserve to be murdered over it? Not so much. Right. So yeah. yeah, that's my only issue there because yeah, I, she absolutely does not deserve to go to jail for Richard Draco. But
0: well, I mean, she murdered someone else. Cover has, that murder up. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we understand. We, I mean, she's completely understandable why she killed Draco. Yes, but she yeah. did still kill him. She but, but did she still did kill, still him. kill him. So she technically does deserve to. Um, go to jail but yeah I mean I think what you're saying is does she go to jail or does she right go to you know uh, yeah but what I'm
1: saying mental is facility or something to like make that it out as okay yes you're going to be you're going to go through this but here's how to not make it quite as bad on yourself and my yeah my own, like I said my only issue is that she murdered someone else to cover up this murder yeah And he didn't really deserve to die. Yeah. Maybe he was an asshole and maybe he was, you know, blackmailing her over it. Still, did she have a right to kill him? No. Right. Right. So, yeah, that's my only issue there. But, yeah, she definitely, as far as Draco goes, yeah, Eve did the right thing.
0: So, good for Eve for doing the right. I mean, Eve always does the right thing. She does. It's the whole point of this series. I mean, and, and we've said it multiple times before, like it's, it's, Eve is, Eve is not necessarily about putting people away. Right. She's, She's about, about justice. justice. Mm-hmm. Right. And was justice served by putting Arena away in a prison? Right. Um, I You can make that argument for Quinn, like you said. Yeah. But maybe not for Draco. Was justice served there? You right. know, I mean, if it was yeah. just Draco, I would have said like, no, absolutely right. not. Justice was not served by putting her in jail. What what good is it going to do? You know, yeah, it doesn't. I mean, she, she did people a favor, really, really. <laughs> well, yeah, be honest. she I mean, did. I hate to say it, but yeah, it's <laughs> well, uh, true. But uh, so, but Eve is not always one hundred percent letter of the law, right? It's no. more about, it's more about justice. And even if you have yeah. to, I know it's, it's hard for us to believe that she ever crosses the line I for know. justice.
1: I know. Can we but believe that? She crossed the line.
0: And she crossed what? a little bit of a line this time by what? giving arena some, you know, she going in this book. She. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a couple of times I didn't look it up. I'm sure it's in there. It's yeah. rare. I don't believe it. Uh, hard you hardly notice it. it. Ever. You you hardly notice it. Only <laughs> Sorry, once I or twice does she say it. <laughs> <laughs> but only once or twice does she say it several times in a row, like fuck fuck fuck. Maybe um, only uh, once cool. in this book. She's getting uh, better. But she's a little bit she's better at saying. Edward <laughs> <laughs> crosses the line though. Yes. Yeah, so we can always count on that for Eve you got you got some i did get some twitter comments let's see
1: yeah yeah heidi said witness is such a fantastic one definitely one of my favorites yes uh pen 206 says i would like to think that arena got away with richard's murder what a vile man he was which yeah we, we agree yes. with you absolutely yeah it
2: was pretty and fucking we terrible
1: a, we were tagged in a book recommendation well, that's right thread which is pretty cool uh
0: the t-list oh check them out they are on twitter uh, talking about the series we have one follower on instagram that is um the account is called i like old books one two one three and when i posted so i posted about this and um the quote i posted was the quote about you know eve asking peabody am i an ass kicker oh right yeah and um i like old books said uh, i haven't read this one but that quotation is awesome and i said yeah nobody writes dialogue like jd rob and that's a fact
1: that is a fact i agree
0: nora yeah some of the best dialogue i mean nora is just fantastic with that Yeah, even in Uh, her non-jd rob books oh yeah dialogue is fantastic so yeah i mean
1: she's the queen of it absolutely she just
0: really she really is you know um and um Yvonne says, would love to have authorization code one attached to my credit cards and wouldn't we all? Wouldn't yeah. we all. Right? wouldn't we all? Absolutely. <laughs>
2: For real though.
0: Yeah, you know. Um and yeah, Heidi also on Instagram uh, commented that uh this case had great whodunit Done It vibes. Uh, The whole scene of Eve arranging dinner for Rourke and how it plays out with him being completely flabbergasted was my favorite scene by far. And yeah, I mean, that whole scene was fantastic and it it was so great to read it again. It was just a treat to read that scene again. Also, I think uh, Alyssa Sargent commented on the last uh, podcast saying uh, she loved the podcast about the marriage rules. I feel like I got to know all of you a little better in this episode. And thanks for (laughs) the new podcast Rex to check out. I also feel like I should say uh, that people should also check out um, uh, Romancing the Shelf. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Because Romancing the Shelf is is the Nora Roberts kind of counterpart to our um, podcast. They are reading... Just Nora's books and doing yeah. a podcast on that, and they're fantastic. Also, the yeah, Fangover is fun too on Instagram. You might want to check them out. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. They make some really great Instagram posts. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and the Fangover who uh, oh yeah, we Francesca. had uh, Francesca on yeah. the podcast, and uh, yeah. Fangover podcast is also great. So we yes. failed to mention those the last time, so oh, yeah, I thought did. I'd get that in there. <laughs> Again. So, um, yeah. We were tired at the end last time. I can't imagine. Okay. I mean, it's we're never I, I don't know why we're always so tired. <laughs> well, it's midnight here. That's why. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, um our last that? trivia question was uh Mavis makes an appearance in uh in Loyalty. And she's got a tattoo. Actually, she's got two. Um, and both Heidi and Yvonne answered this one. Uh, the tattoos that that uh, Mavis have in that book is on one shoulder, she has a silver angel playing a gilt harp. And on the other shoulder, she has an angel with a little whip and a tail who carried a pitchfork and wore a maniacal grin. So... Um, congratulations to both Heidi and Yvonne Good for that angel. Bad angel. <laughs> yeah. You know, Amazing. makes sense. Um, from this book, the new trivia question is what cookie ingredient does Eve hate? Oh yeah. And I read that and I hmm. was like, Oh, did, did I know that? But apparently, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I did didn't know, know that, that. Yeah. Yeah. Because Every time I read it, I'm like, I don't know oh, what you're missing. Right. That's yeah. Truth. But My you know, favorite. I mean, maybe Eve likes cilantro and I hate that. So there you go. Um, But yeah. Uh So what cookie ingredient does Eve hate? That's the next trivia question. Yeah. So I think that's it for this podcast. So I think think we decided that next podcast is going to be about Yanni's. Yanni's. Yeah. So that should be a fun discussion. Yeah. And then after that is judgment, correct? Judgment Judgment and death. Yeah yeah so um about scary work mm, beating people up. well i mean and yeah. the first well time deserved i well love deserved, it deserved, but you know not it. the first time yeah no, uh the scary rourke is you know yeah. he's a staple yeah of this series he's <laughs> a staple i love them we all love scary Rourke. No, we,
1: we love we love uh, scary, protective, territorial Rourke.
0: Yes, in the books. Yes. I mean, none of us would ever date somebody like that. No. Like, no. no, or marry them. Never. No. No. But no. in the books, it's fantastic, it's and you know, we love it. Give, Give me more. Me. I just Give can't me. get enough. <laughs> Give me more. Give please. me more. Um. So, yeah. So, again, next week is uh, Yanni's and the week after is Judgment. And then the next week we go on our little vacation that we're going to take. Yes. And that's going to last about a month or so. And uh, we'll come back end of January with new episodes. But you're still going to get episodes. We're still going to get episodes. We'll we'll put out episodes uh, during that time. It's just not it's, you know. It's mostly gonna be me. I'm giving Jen and Tara a break is what's really happening. <laughs> Jen and Tara a break and you know, I'll still be working a little bit, but that's okay. I like doing it. I actually, I enjoy, I, I know I complain about the late nights and you know, I I just love doing this. I don't know about you I guys. Do too. I know it's late nights that's and I'm wonderful. sorry. But. We're glad you do very much. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I enjoy. You're I enjoy. Fantastic, it. I, absolutely. Thank
1: you. Big shout out. I enjoy.
0: Out. I, you know, I've I've been loving doing this. So uh, it's
2: been so fun. Yeah.
0: So that's it. Um, again, if you want to get a hold of us, on you know how to get a hold of us. I'm not going to tell you again. Like you guys know, like, why am yeah. I, you know where we are, you know, where we are. <laughs> Instagram, well, Twitter, be honest. Why should I have All to tell you numbers. again? Although I will say, um, what would really help me, uh, or help us out a lot is really going. If you would go wherever you're listening to this, iTunes, yes. you know, uh, Spotify, already give us yeah give us a review give us some good reviews cuz that would really help and, and and what it what it'll do is it'll put us higher up in the uh, search if anybody's looking yeah and, and yeah. more people will find us and that's what we want we want more people to find us so we love you guys yeah so uh you know those five star reviews really help out a lot really um helps. yeah so i guess that's it for <laughs> podcast in death. I am AJ. I'm Jen. I'm Tara. <laughs> Maybe. Well, we're not sure. Right. She had to think about it for a minute. But yeah, no, that is Tara. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll There's see you next some week. some kind of delay because I was right there. I know. There. It's like a <laughs> <laughs> delay or something like, uh, 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 we're waiting. Uh, wait, this is the I end. am. Yeah. So... Uh, (laughs) All right. (laughs) We'll see you next week, y'all. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Podcast in Death. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it podcast in death is hosted by amy ryan jen terpstra and tara corkery and is edited and produced by amy ryan the opinions expressed on this show are for entertainment purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the in-death fandom at large podcast in death is not in any way affiliated with nora roberts berkeley penguin publishing group St. Martin's Press. Our theme song is Justice Never Sleeps by Cosmo and is available on Shutterstock.com. This podcast and all of our previous podcasts are available at podcastindeath.com. Have something to say? You can email us at show at podcastindeath.com or find us on social media by searching for Podcast in Death on Twitter and Instagram. But no, we don't have a Facebook page. Also, you can call us and leave a message at two zero five four Rourke. That's two zero five. The number four Rourke. Thanks again for listening. And in the immortal words of Brian Kelly, "Fucking slaunch it to you."